This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 104. Oh yeah, baby. Um, I've got a little bit of a surprise for you today. Um, I hope the echo is still not so bad in my new house. I'm still trying to find the right place to record. Um, One day in the near future, I will find it. So stop worrying, okay? Um, Anyway, so yeah, back to the surprise. Um, It's a bit of a different show today because in the last few weeks I've had a few disasters really. It started with no electricity and then I thought okay don't worry I will bring my microphone on holiday and I'll record some stuff with my family. Then I forgot the microphone and then I thought don't worry I'm coming back on Saturday. I'll record on Saturday. Everything will be ready for Monday. Then the car that I was driving broke down. Some rock and roll vocabulary there. If the car breaks down, breaks down. If the car breaks down, it stops working. That's what happened to me. I was driving, the car stopped working, and I didn't get home on Saturday. I got home on Sunday, Sunday night, which is exactly where I am now. And then I thought, fuck, what am I going to do? I probably won't do a podcast. But then I had a look on my computer and I found something amazing. I found an old recording I made before I launched the podcast. So this is me speaking before Rock and Roll English. Wow. And I was experimenting with different things and stuff like that. This is all before I did the podcast. I was thinking, how is it going to work? I had the name Rock and Roll English, but I was thinking, how's the podcast going to work? I remember I was telling people for ages, oh, I have a podcast. I just haven't released any podcasts yet because I sort of preferred recording stuff and just not doing anything with it, which seemed like a good idea. Basically, because I was too scared to actually release something in the public eye. So in the recording you're about to hear, you will hear me talking about history. That's right, just me talking about history. I know it seems crazy. It is crazy. Um, I don't know what I was thinking, but my plan was to do a podcast on different days about different things. Obviously, I don't know anything about history. Um, I was just sort of taking it from a book and giving my opinion on it. Um, Before we listen, though, we are going to listen, so don't worry. I must warn you, it was one of the first times I recorded something on my own. It was a very strange sensation being alone, speaking to a microphone with no one in the room. So I do sound like a robot, okay? And not even a normal robot. I sound like a boring robot, not even an interesting one. And it's so boring that I'm going to sort of stop the recording and give you sort of a running commentary of what I say basically make fun of myself because I say a lot of stupid things because if I let you just listen to the recording you will probably kill yourself because my voice is so boring that you will probably kill yourself I don't want that to happen so I'm going to quickly jump in with different things okay so let's start this um, recording finally enjoy people This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Um, Today is Wednesday, so that means one thing, rock and roll history. 
Um, I know what you're thinking. Can history be rock and roll? Well, I am here to show you that it can. I am here to show you that it can. Fucking hell, how boring is that? You'll notice though I said um, today's Wednesday so that means one thing because my plan was to do a history podcast every Wednesday and then I thought, well then I realised, fuck, making podcasts is a lot of work actually so, you know, let's stop this. Anyway, let's get back to the boring robot. Um, So, as this is episode one, I thought that we could start at the beginning of British history because that seems quite logical. Definitely sounds logical to me. So the beginning of British history starts with Stonehenge, which, in case you do not know, is a large monument made of huge stones. It doesn't look particularly interesting, um, but it actually is. So just to be clear, this is me recording a podcast about a big stone in a boring voice. I mean... If there were an award for the most boring podcast in the world, I'm pretty sure that this podcast would win it. Um, So the process of building it started in about 3100 BC. So when I say BC there, I mean before Christ. Um, And finished, well, they say in 2200 BC. So... That is quite a long time ago, about 5,000 years to be well, precise, but not really precise because we don't really know. But it was a long time ago. Oh, still had that sense of humour though, didn't I? Oh, it was a long time ago. Oh, what a great joke. Um, notice I had some rock and roll vocabulary there though when I said the date, I can't remember, BC, before Christ. Anyway, let's keep going with the boring robot. Okay, so considering this is where our history starts, there is a one strange thing about Stonehenge, and that is that we do not know its origins. Um, for example, why it was built um, is a thing of mystery and legend even today. Sure, Stonehenge is a mystery, but I think the real mystery is why I was thinking that recording podcasts, me recording podcasts about history was a good idea. That's the real mystery in this story, people. So before we look at the uh, mystery, I'll just give you some boring facts about, um, about it and it being Stonehenge. Well, that's great, isn't it? That's just what we wanted, some more boring facts. Because the podcast wasn't boring, it was really fun. So let's just add some boring facts now to make it more interesting. Um, So it's located in Wiltshire, which is in the southwest of England, um, not far from Bristol. It's a pretty boring place. I went there when I was a child and um, there's not much to see, really. So I wouldn't recommend going. Not really selling this very well, am I? Oh, there's this really interesting place which I'm doing a podcast about called Stonehenge. Although, don't go there because it's rubbish. Mm. Um, It's located a few hundred yards. Um, So when I say a few hundred yards, yards is a measurement we use, which means metres. I don't know why English people do not use metres, but we are very strange. That's true, we are strange. Um, Although yards and metres are not the same, they're very similar. I don't know why English people use all these different measurements. I think it's because 
we have this mentality of, we're England. It's like Brexit, really, isn't it? It's like, well, we're England. We don't want to be in Europe. And you go, okay, well, what's the plan? Nothing, but we're England, so everything's going to be fine. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that will be fine. So it's located a few hundred yards from the A303, which is one of Britain's busiest roads. So I'm not sure why they decided to build a busy road next to our oldest monument because I'm sure that doesn't help to maintain it. So let's look at the mystery. Yes, please let's look at the mystery because at the moment you're speaking about roads. Just think about that for a minute. You are speaking about roads. So let's look at the mystery. That at least sounds interesting. So the main part of the mystery comes because the stone that um, Stonehenge is made from cannot be found in Wiltshire. And this is one thing we are certain about, one of the few things. Notice there I said that's one of the few things that we are certain about. I'm making it sound like I've been working on Stonehenge and I know about this. We, yeah, me and my colleagues, we were working at Stonehenge the other day and we're sure about this. Hmm, I'm not sure if that is the case. And the stone actually comes from Wales. So the real, the question is, how did these people... Uh, transport these heavy stones at that time 5,000 years ago remember some of them weigh five tons which obviously is pretty heavy Um, so how did they manage to transport these from Wales to Wiltshire and why was Stonehenge built for what reason so there are many theories about this so let's have a look at some of them Fucking hell, this is starting to sound interesting now. I'm interested in these theories, except the fact that I'm talking like this and every word is like this. It's actually quite interesting now. What's what's the theory? I don't know. It's like a TV series now. It's, oh, I want to see the next episode. What's going to happen? No more waiting, though. Next episode, now. Um, in the 12th century... Henry of Huntingdon, Um, I don't actually know who he is, but he sounds important, Uh, wrote a history of Britain and he said that the origins of Stonehenge were not known. So that's obviously not very useful. Yeah, you're right. That's not useful. So why are you telling us about it? I was excited a minute ago, but you know, I'm not anymore. Thanks a lot. Um, His colleague, Geoffrey of Monmouth, Again, I don't know who he is, but he sounds interesting. Well, maybe not interesting, but important. Um, Said that it was built for a ceremony of a new king for the Roman period. But what I don't understand about that is that he says for a Roman king, but the Romans came later. But um, that is what... Speak to Geoffrey of Monmouth about that, though, not me. I am just a messenger. Okay, so we've had two people so far, two theories, and we've had nothing so far. Both of them have been, well, you know, I don't know anything. So that's the theory. Thanks for the theory, Martin. Um, So in the 17th century, King James asked Inigo Jones, and I know that sounds like Indiana Jones, but it's not. Inigo, it's a very strange name anyway to carry out some research to see why it was built. And uh, carry out there is a phrasal verb. It basically means to do. 
it just sounds better. So if you're writing a document for work, you can say, especially used for research, carry out research sounds much better than to do research. Um, so Inigo Jones came to the conclusion that it was built as a Roman temple to the god Collies. I don't think I pronounced that god's name right, so I hope he or she is not listening. Ho ho, what a great joke again. I hope that Roman god isn't listening to my podcast. Oh my god, what a hilarious joke. Um, So there was another theory in the 18th century that said it was a druid temple. And the word druid, I did not know. And I had to look that up. And it means a priest or a magician from Celtic times. So it wasn't until the 20th century that real work started on Stonehenge and we found out a few of its secrets. Oh, we found out a few of its secrets, did we? Back to we, me working on Stonehenge, trying to discover its secrets. Okay, that's great. So after the First World War, William Hawley, who was an archaeologist, um, did some work and found the remains of human bodies, so which makes people think that it could have been used for funerals, the site of Stonehenge I'm talking about there. Um, And when I said there, going back, that he did some work um, and found the remains of human bodies, I could have said he carried out some work because, as I mentioned earlier, carry out and do are more or less the same. What an amazing teacher I was, hey? I've used the same phrasal verb in a different context. And it's true, though, we can say carry out research and carry out work, like project work. It would be strange to say I carry out work every day at my job. It's more sort of project work. So, you know, I'm still explaining words even today. Oh, yeah, baby. I just hope that today I do it a little bit better than I did in the past. I hope, remember, I hope. I'm not saying I do. Um, Another theory is that the monument was a temple to the sun and that individual stones predict eclipses of the sun. Um, Or at least it could when it was built. Um, Again, I'm not sure how that works. But I read that they used computer science to test this and came to the conclusion that Stonehenge could actually have astronomical connections Um, but the evidence is not 100% conclusive and so some other people also believe that well a bit more of a wild theory that Stonehenge connects other sites in Britain um, in sort of a mysterious way Um, I'm not sure what sites they mean Notice how I'm saying they now. I don't know what sites they mean because as soon as something doesn't sound very good, I'm trying to distance myself from it. Very convenient. When when we say sites, it normally means something important. Like the sites in Rome, for example, are the Colosseum and the Vatican. Um, So one of the sites in England is Stonehenge, but I don't know what other sites it connects to. Maybe Big Ben. I don't know. Um, So yeah, in 2001, a group of volunteers tried to see if it was possible to transport um, rocks that weigh four to five tons. Um, But as you can imagine, it didn't go very well and they failed. 
Some people have just got too much time on their hands, haven't they? Oh, let's all meet up together and see if we can carry rocks that are four to five tons and see how that goes. I'll tell you now, it won't go very well, okay? So just do something else. Do something more useful with your time would be my suggestion. So it still remains a mystery today. But even if we don't know who built it and why they built it, one thing is for certain, and that is that Stonehenge is the beginning of British history. So next week we will look at when the Romans first came to Britain in 597 AD, which is after death. So we are jumping forward about 2000 years. So a very comprehensive um, review of British history. We're just going to jump forward 2,000 years, okay? Sure, thanks for this really detailed explanation of British history, Martin. I'm sure nothing happened in those 2,000 years. Of course nothing happened. Let's just fast forward, okay? So see you next week. Thanks for listening. Notice how I didn't have the American person speaking then because I thought, you know, that's too much American in the podcast. But, you know, now there is the American person. Things change, okay? Um, anyway, that's enough of this boring podcast. I hope you managed to revive... I hope you managed to arrive at this point and not think, fuck, this is too boring. But don't worry, because next week I will be back with Boom Boom Cannon, Clarification Charlie or Corporal Coma in the usual format of joking and actually talking about interesting stuff. And I hope the echo will be gone. I'm very big on audio quality. I don't know why it's like this. Maybe because my house is empty. I just need to put some stuff in it and then the echo will go. Fingers crossed. But one thing is for sure, you won't hear me talking about rocks again on this podcast. Okay? Keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.